We are back on Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We are a political podcast that hits from left, right, and center. We utilize real people discussing real topics and real issues. I am um, bringing to you quite a diverse panel today, and I'm going to go right in. We're coming to you remotely. We know it's difficult for some of you to get your media right now. Radio stations are closed down. Podcast studios are obstructed. TV stations are on a limited scale, but we've got everyone coming to you remotely. First of all, I'd like to introduce my first panelist. He is right-leaning. He is from Long Island, and he has a degree in liberal arts, but there is nothing liberal about his point of view. James Smith, I'd like to go ahead and say hello to you. Did you say I have a degree in liberal arts? Whatever. What is your degree in? (laughs) Oh my God, dude, where are the cards? It's uh, computer science, and it's in fine arts. I have a dual degree. Oh, fine arts. Okay. And right. I, have a, I have a master's degree, and I have a master's degree. Understood. So, so let's not say the word liberal when it comes to James Smith. Yeah, now, be. it's a pathogen of this disease. I'm going to go swing to the pendulum to the other direction, and I'm going to introduce Mr. Brian Parker, who comes to us from North Carolina. You can hear it in his lilt. Um, does he eat biscuits, grits, and gravy? Maybe, but there's no gravy when it comes to talking about the right. He is a Democrat who's went to the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Hello, Brian Parker. What's going on? Or as we say down south, what's crack-a-lacking? What's crackalacking? Okay. And if we don't eat pork, I don't know what to say. I'd like to introduce to us coming from um, Shanghai, China. He's lived in China over 20 years, even though he's an American. He feels being from China that Trump understands how to deal with China. His name is Mr. Sam Kuchera, like butcher with a K and an A. He is ready to chop it up here on the panel. He is coming to us from Connecticut, but he is a bona fide New Yorker. Hello, Sam Kachira. Hey there, what's up? How's everybody doing? Nihao ma, whatever. <laughs> then I'd like to go ahead and, and and swing that pendulum back to the left. I don't have his last name, but we will refer to him as Evan, or I can say Ev Ann. I don't know what to do, but uh, I didn't get all of the uh, cue cards with me today. Evan is someone who's worked as a political journalist, and his voice is loud and clear on issues that involve this administration and what's not being done. Hello, Evan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Marquis. And my name is Evan Engel, by the way. Spell the last name, please. It's E-N-G-E-L. And I should know that, you know, but right now I might I might say the word ankle by accident because <laughs> I feel like this whole coronavirus thing is like someone taking a sledgehammer, hitting me in the ankle and telling me I can no longer walk. Um, you know, it's sort of like that movie Misery where she comes in and says, hey, Mr. Man, and then she breaks both of his feet. That's Hobbly. what this feels like. They, sh- they should just call it the Kathy Bates virus. Exactly. My, my next guest uh, wanted to be 
my next guest wanted to be on yesterday's panel and we sort of switched the days around. And so he came on today's panel and when we discussed the subject, he says, I have nothing to contribute to that, but we asked him to contribute anyway, because we're real good here at pulling people into the conversation. I'd like to go ahead and introduce Brian Retz. Hello, Mr. Retz. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing well for now. I hope I continue to be well. I hope we all continue to be well. And I'm looking forward to chatting about uh, what is actually going on and hopefully sticking to what are real facts. Right on, right on. Sticking to the facts. Uh, that, that's a poke to you, James Smith. Anyway, uh, I don't like that. Purell is, that was Purell is a sanitizer. And I remember last week with uh, Brian, because we were talking uh, about James, the virus. Came James, from. don't mind your host here. Don't mind your host communicating with the audience, talking about the subject. Um, yeah, Purell. Come on. I'm going to Purell. the president. Great. Purell is a hand sanitizer that has come in high demand due to this coronavirus situation. It's something that we normally see on the walls at a medical center. We sometimes buy it when we're going on a picnic and we sometimes see it on backpacks. It's the stuff that is about 80% alcohol and it probably is simply alcohol and aloe vera. But at the end of the day, it's what people are using to sanitize their hands, to kill bacteria, and hopefully to kill germs and viruses. The FDA right now is coming after Purell, which is a privately held company, because Purell is making claims that its product, its hand sanitizer, can kill the virus on the hands as it is known to kill 99.99% germs. James Smith, you had an awful lot to say earlier, and I'm going to start with you. Do you feel that in this time of crisis, the FDA, uh, which would fall under the Trump administration, and you always say Emperor Trump, do you feel the FDA should be wasting its time going after a private business when Trump is so pro-business? Uh, for some odd, inexplicable reason, I seem to think the FDA is capable of doing multiple things at the same time, given them being such a monolithic uh, organization with probably multiple units with multiple teams. So they probably have like 90% of their teams dedicated to whatever they need to do to keep the food supply healthy and to keep the medicine supply healthy. And then probably somebody probably noticed this company making this illegal, unfortunate, opportunistic claim and said, you know, something, somebody somewhere can mistakenly think by using this product that they're not susceptible to getting this disease. We need to stop that. So yeah, it is important. Is it as important okay. as everything else? No. So James, so James, are you saying that you don't use Purell? Um, actually, no. I'm actually infused with the power of the God Emperor Trump. So if any one of these germs dare to invade my body, we're well armed because of the Second Amendment, and they know what's coming. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you, James Smith. Brian Parker, um, James Smith sounds like he's gotten a little bit too much of the uh, virus in his nostrils because he doesn't seem to be thinking clearly and he may be clogged up. Brian Parker. Uh, does that seem um, fair and balanced to you? Yes, it, exactly. Well, we're not Fox News here and we don't claim to be. Brian Parker, does this make sense to you? Hand sanitizer and all, don't most of us use alcohol in order to sterilize? Uh, a great deal of us do. I don't I know if I would say most of us because I see some people just walk out of bathrooms out washing their hands. And I would think that that's something pretty basic. So 
Um, I don't know what is what most people would do. Um, But yes, I would say that a lot of us would use alcohol as far as sterilizing. So when we when we discuss what's happening with Purell, do you use uh, Clorox bleach or maybe Lysol to clean your surfaces? Um, Yeah, I use Lysol and uh, bleach. Okay. Do you feel comfortable in this time with what's known to be uh, a contagion that hits surfaces uh, or a or or something that if you touch someone, do you feel comfortable using something like Purell or Clorox or Lysol to disinfect? Uh, I feel comfortable. I don't feel 100 percent confident only because. We're still learning more and more about this virus um, all the time. So, you know, if we basically look at it the way that we've looked at everything else, it may give you a false sense of security that may or may not be true. Um, Anyone that says that they know 100 percent of uh, all of the rules to this virus, uh, they're kidding themselves um, because we're still learning exactly what disinfectants will work, what won't and those kind of things. And, And for how long? I mean, do you need to PRL yourself every 10 minutes? Do you need to wipe stuff down every uh, half an hour or does it depend on how often people come around? So, I mean, there's a lot of different things you would have to look at, not just whether the chemicals do the job, but the frequency, the application, how to apply it and things like that. So, Did anybody see okay. Larry Cuomo's um, address earlier today? There's actually a chemical out there. It begins with the letter H. And they actually provided a New York with like 10,000 gallons of it for these makeshift hospitals that they're building right now. It's from this African malaria experiment that they did, which they're hypothesizing right now. It's one of the reasons why Africa has not been affected the same way. Um, even though with James, could you just come a little bit closer to your mic so your, your, your volume is a little bit softer? Oh, hey, sorry about that, guys. No, I'm just piggybacking on something that um, Brian said and like kind of circling back to something you said before. What Purell doing is opportunistic. It's irresponsible. And mm-hmm. Brian, you actually added the fact that maybe Purell sooner or later is going to come out with their guidelines. You have to buy it every 10 minutes. Then you have to get the Purell wipes to wipe down surfaces. Then mm-hmm. the Purell covers for your cars. It's opportunistic. And this is why it's a good effort of the Trump's um, run from behind led FDA to have a team member look at this and stop this activity. It needs to be stopped because it's irresponsible. It's misleading the public. But there is a chemical out there. Andrew Cuomo did do a um, address this more this afternoon. It ended, I think, at noon or something like that. And it begins the letter H. It's a terribly long word. And they're making these makeshift hospitals, and they're saying that it shows it's very effective at stopping. But James, but James, hold on, hold on. You're talking about something being approved in Africa, and we're yeah, not actually, in Africa. No, no, actually, it, actually, it skipped. Actually, it skipped FDA approval as by the god emperor trump's decree because it was stuck during the process hold on hold on hold on brother 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 go ahead sir forgive me forgive me i don't have the tv on and i didn't i didn't watch the latest version of fox propaganda so i don't know if anyone here sir this is not from fox news this is not from what's it from? This is actually from the German news, DW News Outlet, and it's from an Indian news service. And I backed it up, and I noticed it was actually pushed forth by the Taiwanese news as well. Hold on, this hold on, hold on, hold on, James. Hold on. You just said Taiwan. Sam, you're going to pick this up. You traveled from China. 
you went to Taiwan, you've done business in the Philippines, and you've also lived in Australia. If anybody has an idea of the movement of this thing you do, would you like to give us some feedback? Uh, because from what I understand, you're using hand sanitizer, correct? No, I don't. I use soap and water. Soap and water is also you proven soap to be very and water. effective. Soap and water proven to be very effective. To kill the virus. It doesn't no, actually to, kill the virus. No, that's correct. It, it just it, protects me. There's a one membrane. second, James. There's a, one second, James. Go ahead. Go, one second, James. James, please hold. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, Sam. You were saying? You use soap and water just to just to get the virus off of your skin. I'm not, it's not talking about killing the virus, right? Virus and bacteria are different as we already know. Right and virus gets inside of your inside of your cell membranes, and works from the inside out, as James was about to say. In terms exactly. of this, in terms of Evan. This, uh, in terms of the uh, what should we call it the uh, the malaria drug, what's what's being talked about now, um, from what I understand, it goes inside the cell membrane as well. It put, puts a hole, pokes a hole in the cell membrane so that then you can flood the cell with some zinc and then zinc kills off the 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 virus by uh it's like nutrition it's like nutrition for your cells okay i you know evan i want to ask you because you've heard two right-leaning people one person saying zinc another person saying something from africa and then they're both they both feel very very comfortable with what the administration is doing uh at the end of the day, everyone is walking around with hand sanitizer, and Purell is known to be the strongest because of its content of alcohol. Um, uh, Evan, are you using Purell at this time? Are you? What are you using to uh, disinfect or to extinguish what you know just, to be? Ju- I'm ahead. doing just soap and water, just soap and water, and I've I've got nothing against hand sanitizer, although even if you're using hand sanitizer, you should still be doing soap and water as soon as you can, uh, from what I've from what I've read. But uh, no, uh, I'm just doing soap and water. I've always just been a, a kind of a soap and water kind of guy. It's uh, and and especially when it comes to this, it's it seems to be the the most recommended thing from the CDC from from everybody who who's making these recommendations. Uh, and from what we're learning, it it is effective in puncturing the membrane of the virus and and it's the most effective thing you can do and and to to james's point i mean i'm i don't have a problem with the fda enforcing this on purell i think what purell if purell is is trying to market it and say yeah we're we're effective against coronavirus then they should be stopped and i'm and i'm glad the fda is doing it i think that's a a no-brainer and i i think it would occur under any president i'm glad it's happening under this one yeah. Interesting. Brian Retz, you, you lean a little bit more independent. Um, alcohol is known to kill everything, everything. It, it, do, do you feel, do you feel a discomfort in using hand sanitizers or Clorox or Lysol? Um, it could, because if alcohol doesn't cut, kill it, ammonia or bleach is known to kill these things. Is there anything that you know that can survive in either ammonia or bleach or alcohol? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a science expert. I don't pretend to be. I'm following instruction from, from the CDC, which is, like Evan pointed out, to wash our hands regularly, stay far apart from people. Uh, like everyone's been echoing, if Purell is, in fact, 
marketing incorrectly. That's a huge problem. And we need to, as a society, kind of identify that quickly. Uh, maybe not uh, obviously like point fingers. I don't think we have a lot of time for blame. We just need to uh, generally get through this together and then we can work out like, hey, you were a fucking asshole throughout this process and after the, the case because we just don't have time to like punish people right now. We just need to get through it. Okay. All right. Um, Brian Parker, you're kind of quiet on the panel. And, you know, if anybody is a conspira- conspiracy theorist, I would say it's you. What's what's your whole thought in this process? Well, you're going to be surprised to find out. I actually agree um, with everyone, including James, is, is that if someone is, if anyone, and here's the funny part, if anyone is in front of the American people giving out bad information, then yes, they should be held accountable. My problem has always been, and I'll circle it back down, back around because we do talk politics, um, is, is that if we're going to require Purell to make sure that they're not putting out claims, then you can't have the orange Cheeto on stage saying the same things and then being corrected in real time by Dr. Fauci. Now, when you're saying orange Cheeto, uh, James would go and correct you and call him Emperor Trump. But it seems that ain't on his birth certificate any more than orange Cheeto is. So uh, there's your fair and balanced. Mic drop. I think it's Emperor (laughs) Cheeto. Mic drop. Such heresy (laughs) would not go unnoticed. (laughs) (laughs) Neither is on his birth certificate. (laughs) But guys, guys, no. Okay, all of you are in agreement. And as the host here, I seem to be the only one who has issue. Do we not understand the fact that ammonia and bleach and alcohol are known to kill various viruses, bacteria, et cetera, et cetera? Up to now, Is there yes. anyone? Are, are we all just? Do we all use soap and water to wash our table, to wash our floors, to 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 sanitize our dishes? Are we all just using soap and water? Um, most of us are using dish soap, and we're using a form of four hundred nine or whatever cleanser right. that's out there for surfaces. Oh, right. I don't understand but, your point. Your point seems to be why aren't we using ammonia? It seems to be this zero sum thinking, which seems to be prevalent among the loony left. No, it but is, I'm not left. I'm independent. Oh, well, whatever. It's just like leaning left. Zero, oh, independent you know? leaning left. But when I say, well, when I when I think about left <laughs> and I think about people who think a certain way, I really think that I the stand economy that's same. going on in the country is the difference between either something that leans on the side, of, let's say, um, the divine feminine, or something on like you know the single-minded masculine. Now, Trump is definitely bullheaded, he's stubborn, he's single-minded, but he definitely falls apart of the single-minded masculine, which is a single single, single, single solution singularity. I forget exactly what that phrase is. It's about having a single solution and acting on it. You know, mm-hmm. Whereas having these long, elaborate, drawn-out conversations, if Purell is making a bad claim, Fuck them, drag them to the town square, and make them pay, either now or later. I say to do it now because it prevents this from sort of harm. To do it on the Well, you know, James, I'm going to disagree with you. And I say that maybe we need to check and see if what they're saying is actually true. If everyone is carrying... Are you saying to validate their claim that they that Purell of everything else that all the greatest scientific minds on the planet have not been able to figure out this product that's been around forever, Purell, has finally cracked it? No way. I'm, I'm sorry, James. I'm sorry, James. But James, are you saying that we should follow the lead of scientists? But your president doesn't follow the lead of scientists. So I find this a conflict of interest. Actually, actually, actually his 
approach towards this is very scientific, which is why he fast-tracked that product oh. from Africa. What you are talking about, what you're alluding to, is his view on climate change, which echoes my own. And it's not just me. It's the former leader of Greenpeace, which a lot of people seem to forget, says exactly the same thing. The well, guy that, one second, the James. Guy, one on, second. The guy, that, the guy that founded the Weather Channel, who is a proper scientist, and the reason why he paid the Weather Channel was to raise people's scientific literacy. I got you, but we're not talking about weather. We're not talking about weather. We're talking about germs and contagion. When you make these blanket claims that somehow Trump isn't beholden to science, it just seems not only disingenuous, it seems like you're spreading this this virus of a lie, actually. Well, you know, well, Trump is very, very, very comfortable with alternative facts. We all know that. We we know that Kelly and Conway falls in the same trap. I don't accept it just because you say it. See, this is you a don't accept it because is, I say it. No, not because you as a person or as an individual. Anybody that comes to me and says, okay, the structure that you just said is something they used to use against women and used to use, use against black people. It used to be, well, we all know that black people are lazy, right? Where you said we all know that he has troubles with alternative facts, right? I say no. That logic from a structural point of view, fill in the blank. We all know women. We all know black. We all James know Smith. Black. We all know James Smith. James Smith. The problem, the James Smith. The problem is, is that your president is giving out conflicting information. And Sam, you, you would have voted for him too. Yeah. First of all, he's, he's your president, president as well. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, you can be in denial as much as you like, but he is your president as well. So you should jump on board. Brian Parker, does this sound does this sound familiar to you? Mm-hmm. Brian Parker, does this sound familiar? Okay. Well, was Obama you guys president when he was in there for eight years and we had a successful economy? I wasn't Plus in the Obama country. Was my president? I wasn't. Oh. In the country, but I'll say I'll say what oh. I know. I'll say what I know. What I know about Obama was that uh, when the SARS uh, crisis came to America, I understand that. Uh, that Obama took about six to eight months before he was before he locked down the country in whatever way he did back then, but he did it after about what was it one thousand or eight thousand one thousand deaths after about one thousand deaths. Okay, so this president locked it down in three weeks, and you all are still bitching about him, saying he's not a leader. He locked what down? Remember what I'm sorry, what was locked down? Sam, what was locked down? I'm sorry. Hold on, James. James, go go back to Sam. Sam, what was locked down? You weren't clear. Obama locked down the America in one way or another. I'm not sure how because I wasn't in the country, so I wasn't really up on the news. But before he instituted whatever right. protective measures that he did, he did it after 1,000 deaths from the SARS virus. Now, this president, you know we are still we we just touched on 300 deaths. We just touched on it, but the country- 300 where, sir? Where? 300 deaths in the US. In America. In America. Wait a minute, We only have 300 deaths. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. Keep in mind, we're recording on a Sunday and it's airing Wednesday, so it's, and it grows exponentially, so it's- Actually, the host host of the space that I'm using says the actual number is 370, and the number is still rising. Okay, okay. Still, still. He and, and we down. expect the numbers to he rise. Got, he, he began What's instituting policies within three weeks. He, he cut China off three weeks after he heard the news. Yeah? It took Evan, Obama, do you, Evan took I want to pull you into this months. conversation. Do you Obama hear a problem six, here? It took Obama six months. And after 1,000 okay, deaths. 
So Sam, Sam, sure, but Sam, there's, there's differences there in the infectious rate. There's differences in the in the lethality rate, right? We didn't have we didn't have thirty. What what? How many are infected on the, this Sunday? Uh, in America, it's thirty thousand people, right? Did we have thirty thousand people infected with SARS or MERS? Did we have uh, of of we if we had? If we had had if we had had thirty thousand people with a thousand dead, that would have been an, an incredibly lethal lethal virus. And SARS and MERS weren't there. Coronavirus is this infectious. It's far more infectious and, and more, more deadly than previous viruses. What and so it commands different. My point is that, is that if Obama didn't lock the country down, it's because the disease wasn't as lethal a disease as this uh, one So 1,000 deaths was not, was not enough before he, we do, listen, before he came listen, out and Trump, said, okay, Trump, let's do something. Trump as recently, as recently as March 9th was telling us about, about how this? many deaths we have from the flu every year. I, Brian, I'm asking the same question. Why are we talking about Obama? We are talking about I don't remember ever being locked in my home in the age yeah. of Obama. Yeah. I don't remember being told that I can't get a glass of wine You're when I am home. out at nine o'clock at night. You're not locked I in ne- your home. I don't recall being told. You're not locked in your home. Actually, you, you said earlier today, you said that you took a train to get to where you are. So the restrictions are going to come in the next three weeks, guys. But they're not the restrictions here yet. are coming. They're not here yet. Overstating right. things, conflating facts, hyperbolic language is what. Okay, right. but, but 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 meanwhile, a business. But meanwhile, a business. James, meanwhile, a business in Queens that was serving alcohol was lost their liquor license. A person that was trying to maintain their business because their business was shut down immediately. Why is Nancy Pelosi and Sam Schumer shutting down the money for them? Trump tweeted out, we need to send these people. No, 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 no. That's a false claim. That's a false claim. The Democrats are trying to put it together their own stimulus package. No, no, no. The right has been doing pretty good. With coming through. One second is too many people speaking. Too many people speaking. Go ahead, James. First of all, I Sam, I'd like to defer to you. Go ahead. Uh, Marquis, you said that no, 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 oh. it's a false claim. You said it's a false claim because the Democrats are trying to put together their own package. It's true. They're trying to put together they their are. own package, but the package that they're putting together includes other things which are not related to the issue at hand. James, you can give me an example. I'll give you an example right now. Instead of giving you a thousand dollar check, which is what Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump want to give you right now before the beginning of next month, two thousand for Bernie, two thousand. Thank you. Two thousand for What Nancy Pelosi is suggesting, you get a thousand dollar tax credit. You can file at the end of the fucking year. You tell that well, to, you tell that to your bartender friends. I've not I know, I know, I know, I know that's not accurate either. That's, what, go ahead, what, go ahead, Brian Parker. You know, go they, ahead. What they're really trying to do is, is they're trying to get Republicans to realize, uh, like James always talked about, giving out turkeys. I don't want you to give me a turkey. I want no, you to understand. Thousand dollars. One second, James. Let Brian finish, please. I hear you. James, let Brian finish. Go ahead, Brian. Not that I just want a turkey, but food is going to constantly be an issue. Rent is going to constantly be an issue. What they're asking is, is for unemployment benefits to be enhanced so people keep getting stuff throughout the entire duration of this pandemic, not just a one or two you times so check. Wrong. I just heard her this afternoon. 
I just okay. heard her this afternoon. James Smith, Googling but James like, Smith, let's James, let's admit it. James, let's admit it. You're a Nancy hater. We know that. We I got don't it. hate Nancy Pelosi. I respect her power. Look, this isn't about what I like and I don't hate. People are going to suffer on a magnitude we have not seen here. Okay. We know that. Put, we know I put, that. I put this on my under a Republican presidency. I put, no, I put this on my no. The Republican presidency. If anybody wants to bother to look it up, could look at his, his tweet. It's a tweet. It's not deleted. He said we should give them a thousand dollars now before the end of the month. He clearly said yes. that. This is exactly yes. what they need. What is a thousand dollars going to do? What is a thousand dollars going to do when, when, you, when you can't pay your mortgage, when you can't fill your fridge? You, what is a thousand dollars going to do? Let me tell you something. It's more than what Obama did when we had the 2000. Every, every time we justify Trump, we go back Excuse to Obama, me. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, you know, so, okay, you know something, Brian? Excuse me. No, 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 no. James, years, And y'all still want to talk about damn Obama. Let Obama go. Damn, shit. <laughs> this isn't like a Let the man stand not, on his own. We need to fucking get through this pandemic. It's not like a, oh, he's doing a bad job. He's doing a good job. We need to just get through it. And I think it's a waste of time to kind of you're continue right. having these arguments. Brian, Brian uh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I would say the biggest challenge that we have right now is I think our kind of capitalistic, consumeristic society is built on this aspirational marketing where you say that this is the best value. Everyone knows it's not. But it's kind of it anchors your mind there, and then you're willing to buy it. Purell's doing that with their 99.9% thing. Trump does that all the time, and it is really, really frustrating. But if you per- perceive that from the sense of like he's doing advertising rather than he's saying truths, it's a lot easier to comprehend you're what he's equating, doing. And we can't that's really... opportunistic, and trying to equate that with Donald Trump. The point that I was trying to make right now is the fact that we can't communicate we get, like we that got, in a time of crisis. We got. That's the point. Exactly. I think that's exactly the point I agree with. Not this. He's an advertising guy. Look, guys, just let me get this one number out but there. But he is one thirteen trillion dollars has been given to the financial community so far, approved by Democrats and Republicans. Do the math. Thirteen trillion dollars divided by two hundred and forty adult Americans. I googled it. I looked it up. They're two hundred and thirty-seven, nine hundred, whatever Americans. I rounded up to two hundred and forty. If you divide thirteen trillion dollars by that number, two hundred forty, we all get a check for fifty-five thousand dollars, which we'd all put back right immediately into the economy. Right. It's if we get fifty-five thousand dollars apiece. When we're talking about giving those that are working more money than those who are unemployed, less money than those. Who are on public That's assistance. What That's, That's what the Democrats want. That's what the Democrats want. They want means testing, which is such bullshit. They want means okay. testing. That's what the That's, That's what Chuck Schumer was there. There's not Democrats and Republicans right now. There's yeah. just people trying to survive and, this. And Leslie Graham and Leslie Leslie. Look, I'm not going to say he's put it all Democrats. Leslie Graham, that old fucking Republican fossil, is saying exactly the same thing. We should do uh, a means on. test. A means test means that there's going to be James. a government form, and you have to wait. Yeah, this isn't, this, isn't, this isn't really okay, – so th- what's interesting about about the kind of proposals out there for basic income is it's not really lining up on on Democrats versus Republicans the way a lot of issues do. You have people in both parties. You have you have Ro Khanna in, in, on the left along with AOC. Ro Khanna, I think, proposed $6,000 for everybody, which I think is the, the highest number that's out there. But Bernie Sanders has put out 2000 for everybody without means testing. Ro Khanna, AOC don't want means testing, right? This, is, this isn't really a, a, a Democrat versus Republican thing it's sort of a a populist Age. populist Age. versus the old guard or 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 maybe it is well except bernie sanders is is a million years old and he's yeah he's so. the outlier but look yeah. at look at look at look at the biden voting pattern 
And how many people over the age of 45 voted for Look, I don't want to sell my own generation down the river, but it's this weird, fucked up, punitive, stingy, I don't want to give it to them unless they work, unless you know my life, unless you give me this, unless you give me that, James, you don't get this. It's fucked up. And it's I, James, I want, to bring, I want to bring the conversation back here for a second. I want to ask you guys a question. I like that point. Our audience wants to know, and, and, and Brian Ritz, thank you for that. But one second, James, one second, Brian. Um, Brian Retz, are you employed right now? I am not. What industry do you work in? I'm uninsured too. I work in marketing and advertising. And, and, and nothing is happening right now, correct? Yeah, people are canceling projects. I, I've been kind of just waiting. I, I feel like I'm just on an island and I have to just deal with this on my own. If I get sick, I get sick and I stick to myself. And you got so marketing and advertising—that's the, the reality. Okay, so one second, guys. Marketing and advertising. Brian Rett, Snow Moobin. Evan, are you employed right now? Not really. I worked a remote gig yesterday, but that's that's it. Okay, so unless you can work remotely, you're not employed. Yeah. Do you have any means of income outside of what you do? You do you had remotely? No, no. But I I'm I'm thankful. You know, I I've always lived frugally. I I believe in saving money, so I've been. You know, I've been in some ways. I've been preparing for this without knowing I've been preparing for it. So I'm I'm okay, lucky with so that. Okay, so for those that have a bunker, or for those that have a big uh, Best Buy freezer, you're probably doing fine. Or for those that have money stored in the attic, maybe. But otherwise, people are struggling. <laughs> Sam, I want to go to you. Have you had any source? You're a business owner, and have you had any source of income coming online, internationally, or nationally in the last thirty days? Is that for me? Yes, it is, sir. Are you not a business owner? I'm sorry. It's just that you're cutting up. Okay, so let's ask the question again. Sam Kutcher, Kuchera, yeah, have yeah, you gotcha. had any source of income online or internationally or cash in the past 30 days? In the last 30 days, no. Okay. So in other words, you too are unemployed and you are not earning any revenue from your businesses, correct? That is correct. I just came back in the country. Okay, great. Not a problem. Let's move to Brian Parker. Brian Parker, you're a parent and you're an educated parent. What do you do for a living? Well, I have been in the hotel industry for the past 28 years, so I actually work from home as a revenue manager for the Red Roof Inn hotel brand. So, okay. So you, you are, uh, you work in the field of hospitality and, mm -hmm. uh, or tourism and leisure. Let's just kind of blend them together. Yep. You typically work remotely. Has mm -hmm. your business increased, de decreased or, or remained the same? Oh God. Um, we're tanking as a, as an industry. I know our whole portfolio as a company we're losing over a million dollars a day in revenue. So, um, and it's okay. not just affecting the, the travel, but it's just affecting the people that actually have to work. Some people have to work in food and beverage in the hotels and those have been forced to shut down. So they're being affected. Housekeepers are being affected because schools are closed and now their kids are home instead of being at school. So it affects their ability to come and report to work. So um, the whole industry has just been down. Okay. Housekeepers? Okay. James, the, the majority, the majority of the housekeepers have, have kids. Uh, and, and it's normally the largest 
uh, group of people you know, that you have in your hotel is your is your housekeeping staff. Studio managers. Okay, James. Uh, you're the last person I'm going to ask this question to. From what I understand, you work in technology. Are you employed at this time? I am, but I'm very, very scared because you're scared. List, even my yeah, my client list eventually are going to not need our services. Put a lot of the projects that I'm involved with on hold or probably on hiatus. But I'm okay. also an active crypto miner, and I have invested in a bunch of cryptocurrency machines two years ago, and they provide a steady income for me. Okay. So um, essentially, James, what you're saying is that you are concerned about you are concerned about uh, a reduction in your level of work. It's and. It's not just for Go me. Ahead, James. People in my, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt and forgive me, Marquis. It's just this is very personal for me because it's part of the absurdity of us. And I think Brian Ritz, actually, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I apologize, touched upon this. And I think Evan touched upon this as well. This transcends the stupid back and forth of right and left, up and down. And I think the people that are actually throttling the need that we really that we need, which is actually cash in hand right now, are these old people, my own generation and older, because we're stuck in this mentality of the punitive response. You have to suffer before anything is given to you, which to me is such is the antithesis of the message of Jesus, which so many of them claim to follow. You know, and it's it just it's just befuddling to me that even in this profound time of need, that they are denying this because they figure they're scared that somebody who shouldn't get six thousand dollars is gonna get it. Like what the fuck? Like what's the fucking problem if somebody gets six thousand dollars that they shouldn't get it? And who are you to determine whether they should get it or not? And they'll just spend it back into the economy anyway. But the thing James. is. I'm sorry, James, give me a second. I'm, I'm getting a signal from our director that um, for I'm hearing you clearly, but I'm being told they're not picking you up on the mic. But I, I, I don't, I don't know why. So I'm just gonna stop you for a second. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I do want to say is that um, in putting together verbal assault live stream. One of the things that I get from our audience is that we're a very, very diverse show and they appreciate the diversity. And that was one of the key things in putting together the program. Um, uh, James Smith is, is, uh, is, is half Chinese by way of Hong Kong and he's half uh, African-American. And then we have Sam who identifies as, um, you know, multiracial, black, Jewish and, and Native American. Um, we have Evan who says, hey, you know what? I don't do the religious thing, but one could call me Jewish. And then, you know, not to mention the fact that we have uh, James Smith who identifies as Muslim. I identify as Christian, but I'm gay and I'm an independent. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, we have Brian Parker, who's a Democrat. And then we have Brian Retz, who's an independent. But yet we have uh, Sam Kutcher, who is a Republican sometimes and Democrat sometimes. At the end of the day, this is not a black and white issue, as you all have said. We're in a consensus there. We're also in a consensus that every single person on this panel is suffering economically from what is happening with this global crisis. And so with that, 
I've heard a lot of you who one would assume uh, are in conflict agree. Brian Parker, you said you agreed with James, correct? I do. On a lot of issues. Uh-huh. James has said... <laughs> and James, you said you've agreed with Brian Retz. And, and Brian Retz... Yes, and Brian Rett, no, we're not going to hug it out for at least another two months. But Brian Retz has said, you know what, stop all this, you know, black and white and left and right and and rich and poor bullshit because we're all suffering. But I do want to say we've only got a few more minutes on the panel. And um, James Smith, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Key issue right now with the coronavirus. Woo! Go ahead, James. Brian Parker, this one is for you. Key issue that needs to be focused on. You know, I agree with James to a point, but I think, as Brian Reed said earlier, that's not, we got bigger fish to fry right now. Did China really fuck this up really bad? Yes, they did. They handed everybody. Okay, I get all that. Go ahead, Brian. Continue your statement because James yeah. will go on. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I understand that where that part of his passion is coming from. I agree. But what we got to focus on right now is our 50 states and territories and figure out what we can do right now. I mean, we can sit there and keep pointing fingers and everything else. But to uh, Brian Reese's point, it's not uh, the virus doesn't care if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, if you stay with your mama or whatever. It just wants to take care, take out anybody it can. That's what we need to focus on. But we do need to make sure that we have the right leadership in place. And we do not lead from behind. We as leaders lead by example. You don't lead by from behind. You lead by fucking example. Thank you, Brian Parker. Mic drop. One second, James. One second. Sam, the blame has went on to China, and you in the past have said that Trump knows how to deal with China. Respond to what you've heard thus far. I can give you 30 seconds. I, get, I agree with, with Brian and with James. Um, Trump is the man because he's a businessman, and, and the Chinese, they, they, they understand money. They understand money. They understand business. And in this case, President Trump is basically incorruptible. When I say incorruptible, I mean that politics cannot really corrupt him. He already has money. He didn't have to do this job. So China cannot really deal with him because if you look at the trade war and the uh, the trade agreement between China and America, we kicked their ass. We kicked China's ass. Basically, China was previously buying $20 billion a year worth of things. Trump came in and said, nah, this time you're going to buy 50. They signed the agreement. So we kicked their ass. Okay, so China, so is in agreement with James and Brian that China bears responsibility. Evan, I need to ask you because you know I find that when I'm talking to the right, they tend to divert the subject somewhat, and the subject was about the economy. 
and Evan, um, do what? What is it that you're you're seeing to be the key issue in the middle of this global pandemic? It's inequality. It, it's absolutely inequality, and it's, and it's injustice. You know, there's I I get. I get that that there's this desire to blame somebody and to say, well, if they hadn't done that, it would be, you know, but here's the thing. Uh, there's always something, you know, even if you, even if you lock down all the problems in China, 25 years from now, we'll go through it again with, it'll be like nanobots or something. You know, if, if people don't have access to healthcare, if people don't have access to mm-hmm. an income, which is happening right now, a lot, a lot of people have been cut off from their income because of these closures of restaurants and bars and small businesses. You know, with people it, it, now, now we're seeing that people who don't have money to store it up, who who don't have a regular, a regular, you know, cash flow and savings, are really vulnerable. And now those people, UBI would be a fantastic idea. And I would point out that the only the only person in the last presidential race who was running on UBI was running as a Democrat. Not that that's uh, a thing, but okay. No, Evan, 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 I'm going to cut you off because I have 30 seconds left in the program. Brian Retz. Be quick, brother. Key issue that we need to worry about. 30 seconds. Uh, I mean, one, obviously, just get this under control, make people feel safe, both financially, mentally, and just physically. Uh, And then after that, we can kind of figure out from there. I I do think it's a good opportunity for this country and the nation to maybe take a step back and figure out with new technology how we can better structure our societies. Uh, But also, I want to make sure everyone is concerned about privacy concerns. I know Zoom video is something that is being adopted a lot. And it's also something that uh, has a lot of controls over your desktop and emits more data than people realize. And that's something that we'll probably need to be more conscious of. And we also need to be conscious of how our biometric data is being used by the government. Wow. Wow. That was, and, and Brian Red said that he didn't have anything to contribute to the conversation. I want to thank all of our panelists. Um, and I also want to go ahead and um, thank our audience for tuning in. I know some of you are coming into the program late, um, but we are here on this Wednesday program and we got a lot covered in regards to this coronavirus. I'm sitting here looking for my notes um, and I'm not seeing them. So what I do know is that, um, Cole, I'm going to need you to back me up on this one. What is what is Thursday's topic? Martial law, mental illness, forced incarceration. Wow. Okay, guys. So we're going to take a break of about uh, 20 minutes, and I'm going to go to another remote location, um, maybe because the government is trying to find me. I don't know. Um, so I'll ask our audience and I'll ask uh, our um our panelists to please join us tomorrow when we discuss that subject. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. You're tuning into Verbal Assault Livestream, and we are out. Oh,